0: Hi and you are so very welcome to my latest podcast episode where I'm going to be discussing and sharing with you today my struggles with anxiety and stress. So grab a cup of tea, I have a big thing of water beside me um, because I've already had three coffees so far today. Um, But I'm excited for this topic, Um, it's a topic close to my heart because stress and anxiety have been huge in my life and it's been a long transformative journey to move away from stress and anxiety uh, to the point where I am now and what I want to do is I want to break down this podcast episode into like first off how anxiety and stress affected me negatively And then the journey to where I am now and some tips for you to take with you if you're listening to this and you, like me, um, struggle with anxiety and stress and you want it to be gone and you're just feeling overwhelmed and stressed out and anxious, but you know there's another way. You know there's a level where you can um, feel better, feel good. Reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety, and that's exactly what I want to talk to you about in this latest podcast episode. Um, So, I used to be so stressed out and anxious all the time, and I can see now that that used to make me overweight, Um, I used to eat when I was stressed out and anxious and they were the two main emotional drivers for me Um, and what I would do is I would overeat on portion sizes um, like carbohydrates, pasta, rice, I would just have too much of it when I felt stressed out and I would also eat junk food during the week, Um, I would try really hard to have sugar-free, like junk food-free days during the week, Um, but I would really find it really, really challenging because I was so stressed out and anxious, and I found it soothing for 60 seconds to sit on the couch after dinner and have um, some sugar, some biscuits, um, That 60 seconds back then was worth it to me to just feel that calm, relaxed feeling that you get for about 60 seconds after you eat rubbish. Um, But of course, then you feel 10 times worse. Um, Because I was so stressed out and anxious, I drank way too much alcohol when I would drink. So um, the way I drank was I used to drink at weekends on a Friday and a Saturday night or a Saturday night and I would just get drunk. Um, and it's because I was so stressed out and anxious and then I would wake up the next day and feel so bad um, and feel 10 times worse but when you're stressed out and anxious you can't tell somebody oh well look just don't drink just don't do that because you're stressed out. You don't want to feel those feelings. So any short-term immediate release from that for me was like, yeah, I'll take it. I do not care in this moment how bad I will feel the next day. I just want to go wild. I just want to go wild and release all the stress, even if it's only temporary, I'm going to block out how I'm going to feel tomorrow and just enjoy this short release of tension that I'm feeling um, right now, the second. Um, I had a complete nervous breakdown in my 20s, as many of you now know, um, all because of stress and anxiety. Um, I had big panic attacks. I would feel just overwhelmed with stress, like overwhelmed. Um, it would just consume me. It, it it just used to make me just freeze. Um, and then other stuff, how it affected me is I wasn't really able to be consistent with anything because for those of you that also get very stressed out and anxious at times, you know that it can really hold you back. For example, if you're trying to be consistent with your workouts or you're trying to walk or eat healthy, inconsistency is something you get used to because When you're stressed out and anxious, if you're like me, you freeze. You don't want to do anything when you feel stressed out. So that that had a knock knock on effect to some of the healthy habits that I wanted to do at the time. I was just it just led me to be inconsistent, and just also I have had tonsillitis, eczema, and asthma at various points in my life. And um, carrying such stress and anxiety can have such an effect on your health Um, and all that stuff is gone for me now. I don't experience tonsillitis ever anymore or asthma or eczema, all the things have totally cleared up for me. And I find it so interesting that they cleared up when I finally managed to work on myself and to get rid of the trap I was stuck in. Um, But that's a lot, that's a lot when when I think of it now and I share it with you, like stress and anxiety, overweight, eating too much, drinking too much alcohol, leading to a breakdown, panic attacks, a a, a sense that I wanted to freeze, not being able to be consistent with anything, um, affecting my health. I mean like that's just not good and it's not a really great way to live. Um, So Because I was so stressed out and anxious, I was a bit of a people pleaser. Um, I know now it was just so led by stress. Um, I hated confrontation. I hated saying how I felt. Um, I just would keep it up and bottle it up. Um, i wasn 't really very true to myself for a while. Um, you know I was willing to put myself down as well and like laugh at myself um, and I would adapt for people in my life you know however they felt I would kind of readjust myself to their mood um, and it just led me to feeling more anxious and stressed out um, if you feel like that now yourself currently if you if you if you 're listening to this and you'd love to feel less stressed out and less anxious. Then I'm going to tell you where it all started for me to getting to a place of calm and more peace and not being led by the horrible feelings of stress and anxiety. So first off, I decided I had enough. Now that is an absolutely huge, momentous occasion In anybody's life, in my life, when you just decide. Um, I don't even feel at that point that you need to take action. When you've had enough, you've had enough. For me, it wasn't even the action steps that came afterwards that got me excited. It was the fact that I had had enough of being led by stress and anxiety. I knew there was another level. I decided that I really wanted to start enjoying my life and finding the joy in every day and not just um, when I didn't feel stressed out. So I just got to rock bottom. I just got to a point that I had had enough. So running alongside of this um, and w- when I had decided that I had, had enough, I had also decided that I was so sick of not being in the physical shape that I wanted to be. That I was working out and eating healthy and drinking water but I knew I was still not At my peak physique. And I love fitness and I love feeling good in my clothes and I love being healthy. Um, But I was sick of comfort eating. I was sick of turning to food for comfort and then feeling tight in my clothes. And I didn't feel like I was my true self. I didn't feel like I was the fit person who felt good in their clothes, who I knew I could be. I wanted to be this person. I had this idea of myself in my mind. And it just got to the point where I was like, why am I not, why am I not getting to that place? And when I realized a lot of it was to do with stress and anxiety, then I decided um, for also so many other reasons, um, which I discuss in other podcast episodes, to stop drinking alcohol. And I just decided I wanted to remove everything I was using as a crutch. Effectively, it was like taking my makeup off, and looking at myself in the mirror bare, I decided to strip it all back raw. It was the scariest thing I've ever done because I've always ran away from myself. I've always ran away from who I really am. um, And I've always hidden um, through people pleasing and uh, adjusting and adapting. And I, I was not in tune with myself at all. So when I hit hit rock bottom I was like right okay so I'm going to remove all crutches. This is going to be really painful but I'm going to stop comfort or I want to stop comfort eating. I want to give up drinking alcohol and I want to see what's left. Um, and it turned out I did not know myself at all. I did not know what I stood for, what I liked, what I didn't like, what made me happy, what self-care I enjoyed. Like I just didn't really know. I hadn't really taken a massive step back before like this. Um, How do I feel? What do I like? I didn't really know any of those things. Um, So my first step was to just get through every day, sober, not using food or alcohol as a crutch. And in terms of my workouts, just doing my workouts and not trying to add on any extra workouts to release stress. Um, for example, I do four workouts a week with my clients and I would sometimes years ago feel stressed out and I would go for like a big, massive, long, stressy power walk. Um, but I, I, you know, I think that's walking in and out with nature is really good for stress, but I was tackling it from an escapism point of view and I was so sick of escaping. Um, So for me it really felt that because I had hit rock bottom I wanted to just be naked, (laughs) just get rid of everything and start to feel all my feelings and embrace the massive struggle that I knew was ahead. So then what I did next was I decided to allow all my feelings um, I allowed myself to feel everything. Which, if you're listening in now and you don't really know what I mean, um, it's like when you're rushing around and you're really busy and you feel stressed and you feel anxious, you would just feel stressed and anxious. You wouldn't. I wouldn't even question it or wonder it. I would just, well, I feel stressed. I feel anxious. And I would just, that would be it. I never really asked myself often enough, or sat down and stopped and said, okay, you've just said you feel anxious. Why is that? Where are those feelings coming from? What's triggering you? Are those feelings that you're feeling facts or is it for some other reason? So that was the second thing I started to do. I started to talk to myself like that. I started to explore and get to know myself a little bit better. I started to figure out all the things in my life that trigger me and when you do that it's actually a really amazing exercise. It might sound really simple but somebody really dear to me that helped me out so much, um, she's so terrific, said to me, notice how you feel. Notice how you feel when you get in contact with somebody or if you're phone rings or if you bump into somebody on the street like notice how you feel all day every day notice when you're going to meet somebody or when you open up an email how it makes you feel how you feel about that person or how not how you feel about that person but how what's happening to your body what's happening how are you feeling and That exercise set me on the path of more inner peace and calm than I ever thought possible. It was such a simple thing, but I think most things that you have a revelation with are simple. Um, I started to do that. I started to spend my days noticing how people and things made me feel. Um, Wow, I'm heading up to see somebody. Why do I feel a pit in the bottom of my stomach? I've opened up a a text message, why are my hands shaking? I mean, for real, like unbelievable. I I couldn't get over it that my physical body was telling me something. And when I started to tap into that, it was the biggest, most amazing thing ever in terms of my journey with stress and anxiety. Um, Because then I started to ask questions, well, why do I feel like this before when I'm in the car heading to visit somebody? Why do I feel like this when I'm opening up my phone, texting somebody? Why? And I started to explore why. And then I started to realize things in my life that make me feel bad and why they make me feel bad. And then I kind of came to some sort of arrangement with myself that I would put up some boundaries in my life for me, the way everybody needs to have boundaries. But I didn't really have any boundaries because I didn't really know what I stood for. I, I For so many years, I was hiding, um, hiding behind crutches of comfort eating and stress and anxiety and not being so super true to myself and who I was that... Um, that it was really terrific. Um, I learned this practice then, RAIN, um, which is when you feel a feeling, um, you first off recognize it and name it. So if you're going about your day and all of a sudden you get triggered and you feel, for example, stressed out, you say, okay, or in RAIN, stress, I'm feeling stressed. And then the A stands for allow. I'm going to allow this, emotion, this feeling in. I'm not going to jump and do the ironing or jump out for a walk or jump into the sea or go and climb a mountain or have some sweets or eat toast or have a glass of wine. I am going to allow this emotion. And then the I stands for investigate. Where do I feel this on my body? Are my legs shaking? Is my heart rate getting faster? Um, Am I getting a headache? Notice how your body feels. And the really cool thing about that, by the way, is that when you notice where you feel stress on your body, that if you come into contact with somebody that makes you feel stressed out or you come into contact with another trigger in your life that makes you feel stressed out, you immediately recognize it as stress. Oh my God, this is what happens to me when I feel stressed. So you just get into this beautiful awareness of your body and your mind and now i know i'm at the beginning of my journey and i have so much to learn with this but even these things are helping me so much and helping me feel good about myself and giving me a strength and a confidence that um, i mightn't have had before Um, so when i started to understand how i felt and i started to understand what my triggers were. I also started to work at building a life that I wanted to live. I don't want to be going into pubs, that's just me. I want a quiet life. I want to go about my life in a gentle way. I want to be kind, caring to the people I love. I want to go on long walks in nature. I want to eat lovely, tasty food. I'm a massive movie buff. I love reading books and I absolutely love my business and my clients and helping women over 40 get fit, feel great, and find their inner peace and calm. I love it. I love it. I love my family. I love my dogs. I love getting out with nature and I love going for a sea swim when it's not too cold. I wouldn't have been able to have said that to you a year ago. I just know the answer would have been so different. It's only real. I've only really realized recently, I don't like loud places. How cracked is that, that I only discovered that a few months ago? It's, it's incredible. Um, I'm beginning to know myself more. I'm beginning to know what I love. And I'm also beginning to accept that, accept myself and accept that it's okay to be me. And I'm Working at not changing or pleasing people and just showing up at me and living my life the way I want to live it and not making people, not letting people make me feel bad. Taking ownership, learning to not react if I feel that somebody's making me feel bad to not overcompensate for that and try and figure out what it is that I might have done wrong and enough, enough. I want to live a life of straightness where I feel good, where people tell me directly things. And um, for all <laughs> you guys listening in with maybe people-pleasing tendencies like, like I had, you're like a sponge. And people... When you're a sponge and you're trying to figure out what you might have done wrong or offended somebody, it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. It's not good for you. If you're a spongy type person and you absorb the energy around you or people's energy, it's not good. You don't want to be going down a rabbit hole of wondering what you may have done or how you may have offended. If you're a good, kind, decent person, you don't need to be checking to see... Have you done something wrong? Because life isn't about you being wrong or right or good or bad. If you're a kind, decent, authentic person, then you deserve to be treated kindly. Just kindly. And without this cold shouldering or without this hot, cold um, vibes, you just deserve on the very basic level to be treated with kindness and to have a consistent have consistent relationships in your life that you don't have to second guess or worry about. And that's what I build now in my life. I build alongside my gorgeous family, Joe, my husband and Arthur and Emily and the dogs. I build consistent. I build relationships with people that are consistent. You, you, you take off where you left, left them. And anybody that I feel <laughs> um, I get a bit sucked into this oh my God, what have I done? I just say, you know what? This relationship isn't healthy for me. I'm going to protect my mental health. Um, and the same for you, if you're listening in and you're like that and you can leave somebody's company wondering whether or not you're a good or bad person, then, you know, it's, it, it's not good. Um, so the journey of self-discovery for me has been amazing. I wasn't able to work out, exercise my way out of stress and anxiety, although it's a really amazing temporary fix and it gives you such amazing feel-good feelings straight afters, um, I wanted to make sure that if I ever broke my leg and I couldn't exercise anymore, that I, I, I found inside of myself how to reduce my stress and anxiety and live a more peaceful and calm life. And now I, have un- I understand now that peace comes from within and you can't, anything outside of you can't fix that. Listening to somebody every day on a motivational YouTube video or exercising, walking, all that stuff that's really good for you and they're such great action steps, they don't totally help you. Get your inner peace and calm. Um, so the action steps that I do alongside of getting to know myself and all the stuff that I just explained, I, you know, I, I lift weights four times a week. I drink water. Two liters every day. I focus on healthy eating, and I do all the stuff that I love and makes me happy. And I am still a work in progress, making sure that I have good relationships in my life, and people that bring me up, and people that don't try to tear me down. And uh, I hold on to that um, very closely to my heart. Um, and that's it. I hope you found something useful in this podcast episode Um, it's really important to me when I share my stuff with you that I would love for you to come away with just one thing that you might go oh Jessica you know what yes the way you said that (laughs) that's great Um, because that's what I love I love hearing just one thing one simple thing um, that makes me have a revelation and go wow okay that's great Um, and the last thing before I go I just want to give you a little exercise that somebody taught me um, a really really grounding exercise if you're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed or anxious you sit up nice and straight um, on a chair and you put your hands crisscross on your chest and you just start to tap your feet left and right Actually, let's leave the hands for a moment. If you're feeling stressed out or anxious and you're going about your day, sit down, put your back straight, put your feet flat on the floor and tap your feet. Keep your heels on the ground and just tap left and right. I do that all the time now. I was taught that and it is amazing. It brings you right back to living in the moment, to the present moment and that is so cool. I can't believe I nearly forgot to say that that's a big practice that I do now, living in the moment. I catch myself as much as I can, and I think, are you living in the future? Are you getting angry or upset about the past? Get rid, let it go. This moment right now is the only moment that matters. Well, I hope you enjoyed my podcast episode today. Um, If you're listening and you are not a member of mine, you're not a client of mine, Um, I have just opened enrolment to my 21 day challenge, which is a lovely short challenge. And it is called the Fit and Calm Challenge. And you can find all the details if it's still open by the time you are listening to this. You can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash 21 day all my love.